0: You're tuned in to the biggest balls of them all. That's right, Playing With Balls Podcast. We got sports and comedy for that ass. With Shannon Lee and Rachel Cobb, check. You about to go downtown, bitch, on the only podcast that sports platinum and brunette chicks. That's right, Playing With Balls Podcast, you dig? (laughs)
1: Welcome to the Playing With Balls Podcast. This is Shannon Lee. And I'm Rachel Kopchak. And today we've got our friend, comedian, and sports enthusiast, Ken Garr, joining us. Hey,
0: Hi- guys. Thanks for having me.
1: Thanks for coming, Thanks. Ken. Of course. All the way from Studio City, right?
0: I did it. Yeah.
1: You made the long journey.
0: I made the long journey. Actually, I was at LAX earlier today, and then I came back out here. So. Oh, wow. Two trips.
1: Wow. So we really appreciate you crossing the 405 for us. It was worth it. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Traffic's not too bad at this time of day. So. So no, no, I know scary. all the shortcuts too. And it's not raining because we all know when it's raining in LA, everybody freaks out. People
0: don't know how to operate when rainfall happens in this city. No, no,
1: no. Um, it's it's actually a joke. Like it's yeah. I see people just like crashing into each other all the time. People just like make random lefts into things like when there when a raindrop
0: hits. That, even when it's not raining, that's what they do. Out <laughs> <Yeah. here. laughs>
1: they've heard about hydroplaning. They've read about it in a book, but they don't actually know what it is. I I want yeah. to
0: have the confidence of an LA pedestrian. I mean, they just own the the road. There's I know, no fear whatsoever. I know, down on their phones, they're crazy. I they know, are. I, I know. am
2: driving. I was driving in that rain, and there was a sign on the highway that was like. When it rained, wind wipers on, headlights on. Yeah. Like, they had to tell people how to drive yeah. in the rain in L.A. Like, if it's raining, you have your windshield wipers on, you need to put your headlights on.
0: I was driving with a buddy who was born out here, and he and it was foggy, so he turned on his fog lights. And I was like, you don't you don't put high beams on in fog. He's like, no. well, then why are they called fog lights? <laughs> no. I'm like, I don't have the answer to that question, yeah, 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 yeah. but I do know you don't put them on.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe they're more for, like, some mountain driving, you know? Like, if you're in the mountain and it's foggy and, like, there's nobody else there, you know? Because, you know, it's like you turn them off when other people are driving by. You don't turn them on like, you know, on the 405. No. No, No, that's not something you do. That's kind of funny, though.
0: Yeah. So it's like there's two types of people. Either people that don't have their lights on at all.
1: Yes. So many people. Yeah, so
0: many people. And then they or they have their high beams on because they just can't see. You know the the regular things that they want to see. It's weird.
1: I think it's weird that they don't know that they don't have their lights on. Like I was in the car with somebody that I didn't know that well when it was raining once, and I had noticed that their lights weren't on, and I said you might want to turn your lights on, and she goes, "Oh, I thought they were on." And I'm like, "But you're the one driving, and it's dark, and it's, they're not."
0: And why are you in the back seat? It's yeah,
3: weird. Like, who's driving?
1: Yeah. So luckily today it's a kind of nice day out, so yeah. you made it here safely. Yes. So that's good. So mm-hmm. we're going to talk a little sports today. Let's do it. Um, a little baseball because yeah. you're a Spring big training. baseball fan, love right? It.
0: Spring training, yeah.
2: We've got some... some exciting stuff to talk about with the White Sox. Oh, love it. Yeah. And
1: I'll add as much value as I can to that. Or <laughs> that that's when I'll zone out. I'll, uh, we'll tell some baller stories, which we were telling you, Ken, before uh, we tell them at the end. They're like dating stories or like just like mm-hmm. cool like sports stories or like whatever comes to mind for you then. But um, first, let's talk a little bit about you. Sure. Yeah? So yeah. I met you at the Improv, I think it was, uh-huh. and you. I remember you were wearing a Santa hat, so it was around Christmas time.
0: No, actually it wasn't. I think it was the middle of June. Oh!
3: <laughs> I just, just, it might
1: that's have That's kind of like my style. <laughs> hey, I like it. I like
0: it. <laughs> I'm the Santa hat comic.
1: Well, I remember, I, I don't remember how we started talking, but I remember we had a conversation because I was like talking shit on like one of your friends, not like, not like bad or anything, but like on one of your friends about like the roast battle. Cause I was, I think it was getting closer to oh, doing right. my roast battle against your pal, Dave Neal.
3: Yes. Yeah, um,
1: and then I was, I don't remember how it came up but I was like, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to beat him. Like looks like a hipster. And you're like, yeah, that's like one of my really good friends. <laughs> and then I felt really bad. I was like, Oh, but I mean, no, he's like my friend too. <laughs> um, and I think Let's you actually see. gave me a tip on him too, which was helpful, but that I remember that's how we met yeah a little foot in my mouth kind of a thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I was just feeling like overly confident at the time. I don't know. Because did it was, you like, win or no? I did she, Yeah, oh, you beat him yeah, I did, she did she crushed him, you. him. Crushed I was him. there. It was my first roast battle, yeah, yeah, I was really excited about it. But he he had really good jokes, too. Uh-huh. Um, I so I think it was like a good battle overall, which is all I really wanted it yeah, to be. Yeah,
0: And I've, I've done it like four times. Have
1: you? Really? Yeah,
0: I'm two and two. I've got another one coming up next week.
1: Oh, who are you battling?
0: Um, this guy Kevin Fard. He's like a DUI lawyer slash what? Um, comic. Weird. but I don't even wow. know that. Yeah, actually. yes. But it was like he he kind of approached me. And was just like nobody else will battle me. Can you battle me? I'm like,
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and so you'll be going into your fifth one. So yeah. you're a roast battle fan like I am. It's like some comedians really like it and they do it um, or others will just like won't touch it at all. You know, yeah,
0: I'm, you know, I've got kind of a love hate relationship. I mean, um, obviously I'm very competitive. Mm-hmm. So like when I lose, it's like, you know, sitting in the basement with a fireplace and bon Iver going, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, it takes a lot out of you because, you know it's 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 a high pressure kind of situation. Yeah. Um, the last battle I did or no it was the one before that Um. right after the battle ended I looked up and half of the cast of Saturday Night Live was there. <gasps> no. Like literally like, like tra- uh, Leslie Jones. Uh, oh my Bobby God. Moynihan like all, all of them were like just sitting there and I'm like and if I had seen them before the battle started I probably would have like lost it Oh my bit. God. Yeah. What
1: are, was it a special occasion or no, they were just they were there? Just, they
0: were just in town hanging out for the Emmys or something like that or it was uh, some award Did thing. you win that one? Uh, yeah I ended Thank up Oh, that's one. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so
1: cool. Yeah. Wow, that's a baller story right yeah. there, you know? Yeah,
0: so I was just like, whew, thank God, right? Yeah,
1: that's a really good feeling. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, yeah, I, I think if you like sports and you're like, and you pl- played sports or whatever, like, yeah. it makes sense that you like it. Like, it's like that competitive spirit. Like, for me, I had wanted to do it for like two years, and I just think it took me a while to like grow the balls to yeah. do it. And then I finally did. And then I'm like, oh my god, when's my next one? You know, so I just booked my next one actually, but it's not till May. But still,
0: yeah, I'm excited. They're they're booking way out now. They are because it's so
1: popular because it's on Comedy Central and all that sort of thing. It's honestly my favorite, like
2: being her friend and mm-hmm. like going to all of her stand-up shows and like now being friends with other comedians like i see a lot of stand-up yeah and i went to the roast battle and i was like shannon i'm never going to any of your other shows i right. mean like i will but yeah, yeah, this yeah. was the yeah. best show ever like it was yeah it's so much fun The energy in that room is just undeniable i mean yeah. it's a lot of pressure for you guys but as a just somebody sitting in the audience it was the coolest show
0: and I, I bombed one real bad really and like, and like Anthony Jeselnik was in the room oh, and Ralphie he... May was a judge oh, like shows. all these guys you look up to yeah and Anthony Jeselnik at one point goes hey at least you wore a nice shirt and like, oh, no.
1: he's he's probably one of the scarier judges because even yeah. when you do well and you do win he still like cuts oh, you yeah. he mm-hmm. can cut you pretty deep you yeah. know
0: yeah. Super nice guy, but like he's very much his persona off stage as he is on. Yeah. yeah. No, but at the same I, time very nice and sweet. Yeah, you
1: know? yeah. He um no, I think he's one of my favorite judges to watch actually two years in a row on the Comedy Central because mm-hmm. I just can't get enough of that. Yeah. I just love it so much. Oh, it's and great. it's so neat like seeing people like you perform with you know on it and seeing how they do and everything. It's just cool to be a part of it. Yeah. yeah and you also great. have what two two podcasts right?
0: Yeah. I, I host two. It's like the new thing. It's been around for 10 years. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah I, I do one with my best friend called Kane, uh, Best Friends Podcast with Kane Holloway and um, and then I do another one with um, Bridget Phetasy who is mm-hmm. the Playboy advisor. Yeah. Yeah. So she writes the column for Playboy um, every week, and we do a dating and sex and kind that of relationship. Fun. It's a lot of fun, but it's funny because I'm like very open about my dating. But now recently, I've had a couple girls that I've been going on dates with. Like, oh. listen to it, oh, no. and it's just like, hey, real quick, I heard your podcast, and I was like, oh boy.
1: <laughs> I know that's always the uh, that's always the catch twenty two, right? Even just with stand up, like if you oh, have, yeah. you know, you have like if you date somebody, it's like. Uh, an open forum to do a bit about Mm -hmm. it and then if they come watch you that's why like I dated somebody once who said um yeah I was always told do- don't date a stand up comedian. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I could see that. I can yeah. understand that because I don't think you can like it's the craft. You can't interfere with the craft of
3: of comedy. <laughs> I comp, love that. You know? yeah. That's yeah. It. You're part That's of it now. That's the reason why not to date a stand up. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like Michelangelo's girlfriend coming in like, "Um let's not paying all this god stuff." Yeah. <laughs> okay. <we'll> move on.
1: <laughs> and it's like just don't fuck up, you know? If I'm if I'm dating yeah. you like don't fuck up or be like super weird or do because then it gives me better material. Or don't, so I don't talk about it, you know, and you're not exposed in that way, I guess. Yeah, so.
0: and I think it's so funny because I've seen the opposite as well, where people you're dating kind of expect to be in the act, yeah, and then they're like, I might die. yeah, and then all of a sudden they're like, well, is Doesn't, this going to, you know, like, no, I don't. It takes a while to process or filter things. Yeah, but, you know, I dated a girl two years ago that was a millionaire, and it's just now kind of getting into the set a little bit, you right? Know what yeah. I mean? So, um, time. so yeah, it takes time, but it I does. dated
2: a. Radio DJ when I lived in Orlando for a little while. Oh, wow,
0: a radio DJ in Orlando. Yeah, wow. He, yeah,
2: oh, man, I wish I was roast
1: battling you. I'm so,
2: how I long haven't... did he work
0: at a strip club for? <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> He's actually really successful. He's actually now in Atlanta now. Um, but he, we went on a bunch of oh, dates. That makes it better now. He's in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, so. that's like a top twenty A-town, market for sure. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he so he we were went on a bunch of dates and i was i was listening to the radio show and he and i knew before i went out with him that he talked about his personal life yeah so i was super nervous like going out with him like what's he gonna say about me like is he gonna talk about like what's he gonna say um and he he did he started talking about our dates and i like freaked out and i was like i can't listen i just was like you know what i can't listen to it i was like you can do whatever i was like just don't say my name or like talk about like, don't say who I am. Sure, like, you yeah. can say, like, I'm on a date with this girl. It's right. fine. But I was just like,
0: don't. <laughs> don't even say my gender. Just don't,
2: like, <laughs> yeah, just, like, don't talk about, like, yeah. me or reveal who I am. Well, what's um, funny
0: was, um I, so I've been on a couple of dates with this girl, and. She listened to like three episodes, and on one of the episodes, I was like, "I'm done with dating. I'm not doing it anymore." And then all of a sudden, she's like, "Well, why are we dating then?" I was oh, like, no. "Oh no, well. oh shit." Well, like, like, like that was like the day after I met you, you know, or the day before I met you. You're
2: like, backtrack, <laughs> back backtrack.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: How do I cover this up? Yeah, I
0: just I didn't want to pass up on something really good, you know.
3: Recently, oh, I was
1: dating. Actually, very recently, I was dating this guy. And I guess he was um, telling his family about me, and there was like a bunch of kids there and like old people and stuff. And so we played one of our podcasts for them, which I mean, the we sorry we have our third uh, co-host, Callie the Bulldog, and she she always makes an appearance. There's nothing in there, honey. All your toys. She always makes an appearance. several times through the podcast so that people know that she's here but anyways it it was it was the particular episode where one of us was talking about a gangbang i mean it it, it wasn't like a like a full-on but it it mean the word and then the little kid said to his dad the guy i was dating um daddy what's a (laughs) gangbang and then all of a sudden it became my fault because he's and i'm like okay um, well, first of all, why'd you pick the one with a gangbang? Right, it? like yeah. there's so many others where we're not talking about that, yeah. you know. Yeah. But it, and then his whole family, so that was how I was presented to his family in a
0: gangbang, in a gangbang okay. uh,
1: episode. So I'm just like, you know, don't play playing with balls for your kids or old people. Yeah. But like when you talk about like material developing, like I'm divorced and I'm I think it's been five, four years now, yeah, something me like, too. four or five years. Mm-hmm. And oh, uh, and um. I still don't have a really developed bit on it. Like, I do. Yeah. But I think it's, like, now just starting to come together. And people say to me all the time, like, that's money. Like, why don't you talk about that? It's yeah. a very unique perspective that you have. Because <laughs> like, it's
0: the most personal, horrible thing you've yeah. ever been through. I'm, like,
1: unique in that uh, yeah. my ex-husband um, took all my money. No, he didn't really. He just took yeah. some. it. But, like, you know, stuff like that where it's, like, a very, like, flipped, like, situation, yeah. you know? There's a lot of misdirection there, I think. But I'm, like, I know, and I, I agree that it's a great topic, but I just... I just haven't been able, it's not because it's hard for me, I just, sure. it's just developing still, even, yeah. you know, maybe you have to be further away from it.
0: Well, what I, when I, I got divorced about about the same, I think it was like four or five years ago, mm-hmm. and after I got divorced, I was still doing like the marriage material, because it was really funny material, Yeah. but then one night, I was literally on stage, and I was like, I can't,
3: you I just stopped talking, yeah. I just,
0: I couldn't do that material anymore, wow. but the problem that you have with divorce material is the fact that. If you're at a club, everybody there is on a date. So they're Whoa. either married. That's and a good gotta, point. You know what I mean? Or they're hoping to be married one day. Yeah. <laughs> and so now you've, you know, as from a guy, from a male perspective, you're alienating the women because, oh, great, this guy's going to bitch about women for the next 10 minutes. Yeah. And from a guy's perspective, it's like, bro, you know, we're trying to get laid, bro. You what are you hide. doing? You know? Yeah. So <laughs> you, you have to kind of ease into it a little bit. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I kind of found... You know, at first I did this line. I was like, I was married, but it was gross, so I quit. (laughs) Which is a funny line. Yeah, yeah. But now it makes me like, you know, oh, this guy hates marriage. Boo. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then I found um I was I was um what was the line oh I was I got divorced uh, I didn't want to get divorced, but my wife's boyfriend was insistent
3: <laughs> right <laughs> that's funny. And so now that's funny. it's like yeah. oh
0: he's the victim and now yeah, like that you works know better. now I yeah. want to hear and, and girls are like, oh shit I want to hear this mm-hmm. yeah you know and now they're they're on board yeah. so it's oh, kind of fine and, and to your point it's you're absolutely right it's hard developing that material not because it's so personal and stuff, but it's just how do you make it funny like yeah. it's, it's kind of a like even though it's 50 percent of all marriages and a divorce, it's still a taboo subject. It is, yeah. and
1: I think I have tried a couple things with it and I find that it's like the elephant in the room where it's like it's like people don't really want to hear about it unless you you have the right perspective on right. it. And finding like the victim perspective it, or the you know or the the relatable relatable. Pers- it's yeah. not that you know it's hard, but if you but once you find it, then it's great because yeah. it's you know the best comedy comes from tragedy yeah. but but i found that talking more about dating as a like a newly single person has been better yeah it's just been better it's easier it's so much it's so easy because it's so comical because I never was dating seriously um, because I was with my ex for 10 years so we yeah. basically got together and I was like 19 yeah so I've only been single as an adult for like you know three years or whatever whatever yeah. I felt like I could start dating after the divorce and it's ridiculous like yeah. what's happening out such there such and so world. I think that's very relatable <laughs> to couples or single people or whatever
3: yeah
1: and um, yeah. And that's what I've been going with, but lately I've been feeling like, okay, I want to start developing it more and sure. taking some of the things that do work with it and and going back to that. You what
0: know? I, yeah, what I have found in, in regards to what's relatable is is and I and again I had a lot of trouble broaching the subject. And a friend of mine, Steve Trevino, who's a headliner, mm-hmm. he said to me, he goes, um, "It's your divorce, not theirs." So when you're like when you're talking about it through my experience, like this is what happened in my marriage. Yeah, this was how my wife, you know, then then it's like. Oh well, now you're just telling a story about you, as opposed to like all marriages are like this and all divorces are like this, right? And all marriage sucks and all marriage is terrible. Yeah, in fact, I'm writing material now about how I need to get married again. Like I just, you know what I mean? Like I'm. Why do you want to get
2: married again? Because I'm.
0: I never wanted. Like I never really didn't want to get divorced. Like I just married the wrong girl. Right. But like I like being married. I like having that person to come home to. I like. Knowing that sometimes you can have sex whenever you want, you know what I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. right? You know what I mean, like, just kind of yeah. like that comfort that that comes with marriage. Like, yeah. I, I like to have a support system in place. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, is like, I have too much freedom. Like, 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 right now, it's like on paper, everyone's like, oh my god, you have this amazing life, but like. But after a while, I'm just like, what other crazy shit can I get into? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Can Even I kill you... my Uber driver?
3: You
1: You need somebody <laughs> to step in and be like, all right, yeah, push right. the line a little bit. Yeah. Be yeah. like, today we're
2: doing this, right. and you're not going to kill your Uber driver tonight. Yeah. And like, yeah, no. And,
0: and, and it's funny because guys will complain about, you know, marriage and all the, the stereotypes that go with it. But you know, like, we, we know we're better people. You know what I mean? Like, we yeah. know we're better people when we have women in our lives. <laughs> yeah. We're more balanced, we're calmer, you know, and it's hey, not well, you're, like, ta-
1: you're preaching to the choir here, so yeah. yeah. I mean, we would we would agree with that. Yeah, but I feel the same way about marriage. Like, I people always say, like, would you get married again? And I always say, like, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I believe in like the sanctity of it and what it stands for. And same thing. I think I just married the wrong I mean I know actually. I don't, I don't think. I'm sure absolutely 100% know. certain at this point that if you're I You're
0: listening, give us a call. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that I married the wrong person. Right. And I and I think it's been neat to have to like live by myself and to like, you know, have it, it, like be able to like pinge watch things in like my underwear and like not care, like have to anybody mm-hmm. to answer to mm-hmm. and like not have to put on makeup or like whatever it is. But then after a while too it's kinda like, all right, well that's probably the part where you get over the relationship and yeah. now when you get to that point that you're at and I think I'm getting there too, it's like you're ready to be like that right person for somebody yeah. else. Right.
0: Plus if you met in college at nineteen, it's like yeah. how really much did different. you really know about yourself? We before just like stuff, married. you know yeah. like
1: we he likes stuff, I like stuff. Right. you know, and that was that was the criteria <laughs> They it's Shannon's love story. Yeah.
2: yeah, we had stuff, and he had stuff, so we just, like, did stuff, and we, like, signed paper and had, Those were like,
0: their actual <laughs> wedding vows. You like stuff. I like stuff. Well,
3: it's crazy, I, yeah.
1: because, no, it's funny that you say that, and I actually didn't think about that until, like, right now, but you, we were gonna write our own vows, and I remember sitting down and just being, like you're cool like I couldn't I couldn't yeah. come up with anything yeah. I, I had nothing to say and I should have re- registered See that as a problem yeah. Yeah. but I was still young when I we got married so like I um but i i got to the point where i convinced him i said i just don't think we should write our own vows because <laughs> it's too much pressure and like getting married is so much pressure you yeah. know and that's how i rationalized it so we didn't and, and he was like oh cool cuz i don't really want to write anything either and um so we didn't write our own vows but it was cuz i had nothing to say about yeah. the just how wow. to describe the relationship
3: yeah
1: so
2: it's a little intense like i've not been married okay. and i don't even know if i want to be married okay. like i come from a different perspective but i come from Family that like my parents just hit the bike' <laughs> a She's very nervous talking I, about my parents are still married and they wow, have a okay. great relationship, oh, yeah my parents are because she she just met my parents and like they're terrific true. and I just am like I don't know that that I want all of that I'm just finally now in a place in my life you don't
0: know if you want a great relationship
2: <laughs> no I don't know if I
0: want all the yeah that's
2: true too I don't know I if like I want the, shitty the happiness ones.
0: that they have <laughs>
2: maybe like some of it so I want parts yeah. of it I think but it's like there's so much other stuff with marriage sure. that I don't like I don't like having like control like having somebody can feel like they have to con- they can control you or tell you what you can do or what you can't do not that yeah. that's always that's sure. again not a blanket statement I'm just finally at a place where I'm like I think I just want to like share life with a person who's yeah. like similar and like minded and you could just like be along
0: for the ride and I think a lot of people feel that way Yeah. and, and, and I think and this is something <laughs> we've talked about on our podcast is that I think genders are being redefined mm-hmm. you know what I mean and and you know as as, as as long as women's lib has been around it really hasn't been around that long no. No. you know what I'm it saying hasn't. so yeah. like, women just started voting like less than 100 years ago yeah and they just started getting into the workplace less than like forty years ago. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's not; it's still a v- relatively new thing. Um, and one of the things that I struggle with is, as a male, is like kind of, you know, my my um, gender is kind of being redefined as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because because you know, as a, as a guy, you wanted like as we were talking about before the podcast, are like I change the tire and I mm-hmm. do all the guy stuff, but I also need to be respectful of women's independence yep. and be supportive of, of of that. And and I don't and I. I think that's still kind of new, and we're still kind of figuring yeah. that out. You know? I would
1: say there's definitely more like of a balance in like that relationship dynamic now, yeah. and like f- for somebody that like myself, who I consider super independent and. Um, you know in a maybe in a different position even like with my ex husband in terms of like you know income and responsibility and decision making Mm -hmm. what I what I really learned is like I just want it to be like equal 50-50 like you know and I think that's that's not that's atypical to like the traditional relationship sure. of you know the man being the breadwinner and the woman mm-hmm. taking care of the house i mean you know instead of an 80 20 like a 50 50 i think is like what you're kind of talking about yeah, now where no. a redefinition of what a relationship looks like but i
0: also feel like it's important for women to make to i think it's important for women to help men feel like men and men for mm-hmm. women to feel like women mm-hmm. yeah you know what i mean like i was i was going out with this girl and she was younger than me and one day I went over to her house and I walked in and I was just like, had a hard day. I was like, hey, will you fix me a drink? And she's like, okay. And she walked up and she gave me a drink. And then we sat down on the couch. And she's like, "That's the hottest thing that's ever happened." Like, 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 because I was just like, "Fix me a drink, we babe," and like, yeah. hit her in the butt. And she, like, in her mind, she's like, "I'm independent. I'm yeah. a woman." And then she's like, "Are they still like doing this stuff?" You know so, what like, I mean? like,
1: so like a scene from Mad Men or something.
0: Right. Too. It was. And she's like, "That was like the hottest thing ever." Like, yeah. you know. But like, don't do it all the time. Yeah. But, You know. Well,
1: I think that's what, like, mm. speaking from a woman's perspective, I think that's important for women too. Yeah. Um, to feel like like, a man as being a man and, like, not being, like, a bitch, you know? Like, having that confidence, like, taking charge and, you know, not crossing the line of, like, Disrespect for women, or like being like misogynistic, or whatever the right sure. term is, mm-hmm. but I think that's really important for women, for sure. Yeah, it, uh, you know,
2: I think it also can go even like down a level further of like she just probably was super attracted to the fact that you were like were so confident in who you are and what you wanted that right. it's like that's even more of a turn on. like oh, yeah, for men and for women, like just being like confident and. Who you are and you're like babe fix me a drink and like yeah. you didn't question it you didn't be like oh wait I'm sorry should I not have done that this is, this is my whole, is this, did that offend overstepping you? A boundary? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you yeah you just yeah. like did it and yeah. she's either gonna like it or not right. and but that confidence of of that little moment, yeah, goes a long way, and you know you can have that in different aspects in right. a relationship too. And I think
0: that's it. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, chemistry as I think is obviously what's most important, but then mm-hmm. also that mutual respect. Yeah, like okay, you're a man, you're going to do man stuff, and I respect that. Yeah, you, and, you know, and yeah. I would like for you to do woman stuff too. That doesn't mean like sit in the kitchen. Doing dishes with your, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like to
1: support <laughs> each other, you know, yeah. Rachel's Fairful. coming over and we're gonna do dishes today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go change the tire, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. just for funsies. Change yeah. my tire, so yeah. Funny. So, are have you always been in LA because I know you're from Chicago originally? No,
0: I, I just moved to LA like three and a half years ago. Did you
1: come from Chicago? From
0: Chicago, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. So, my story is, um, I had a full time. Uh, career. Uh, I was a managing director at NASDAQ, and oh, so no wow. shit. yeah, wow. very high profile, yeah. very public job. And then I was doing stand up on the weekends. I was doing stand up at night. I was kind of featuring and I was headlining smaller clubs.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I just I kind of reached that point in my career where I was just like I I hate my boss.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I hate my uh, uh, situation and right. then I want to do stand up. And so it worked out well because I ended up um I I put together a plan to quit on a day and I got fired literally like the day before I quit. No. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I oh got my fired. God. I got fired 1 day before I was quitting the job, which was great cuz I had unemployment for like <laughs> yeah. 6 months. Right. That's like, actually like, the best best oh yeah, it was amazing. Oh, yeah. They like funded my dream for 6 months. That's wow. amazing. So then I I called up a buddy of mine who's a big promoter in Chicago and I said, "Hey, I'm going to move down to the city. I can do up mics. I can I'm going to be." He goes, "Just get out of here." And I go, "What do you what do you mean?" What? He's like he goes, "You've accomplished everything you can in Chicago. Mm. It's a great comedy town, but there's no industry there. There's nobody that can make no. a difference in your in your career." He's like go to LA go to New York wow. and so I came out to, I was gonna come out to LA for two weeks and just couch it and mm-hmm. figure it out and then I was gonna go to New York for like two weeks and I came out to LA and I was up on Mulholland and I stopped and I'm like overlooking I got my headset on or my earphones on and literally I'm looking down into Bel Air and the Fresh Prince of Bel Air came on oh, and I go oh, my god. God. well that's enough that's the universe enough. and I rented an apartment that day
3: <laughs> that's so <laughs> yeah. cool that is awesome wow. yeah. so, oh my god I love that that's story that's yeah
0: so, great. so I literally left uh, I have a house in Chicago I rent out that's great. I sold everything and packed up my clothes and came out where's there.
2: your house in Chicago because I'm from there so yeah, i it's nice in the southwest
0: treat. suburbs, timley yeah. Park. Yeah, yeah, I know it. And mm-hmm. so I grew up on the south side of Chicago, um, went to college in Iowa, mm-hmm. uh, lived in Florida for about a year, and then I moved back. And then I trek, you, you do this trek, if you're from Chicago,
3: mm-hmm. like, and
0: you're in your 20s, like, you got to go live on the north side. Like, okay. it's yes, just a fun thing I'm to from. do. Yeah. right? Yeah, you like, go to Wrigleyville and you just, you know, basically extend your college years as much as you can. Right, yeah.
1: right.
0: So I did that, but of course I had a girlfriend the whole time. You know what I mean? And then, so the, the like,
3: wrong way, way to as do fun it. Is
0: yeah. Like, yeah, and then we, we, um, I ended up buying a house because, um... Uh, I just wanted to buy a house. I ended right. up buying a house in the south suburbs and yeah. kept it. But yeah.
2: Thank you for saying you bought a house in the south suburbs and not saying you bought a house in the city of Chicago. Of course. Like, yeah. No. I yeah. have gotten into legitimate yeah. fights with people who are like, oh, I'm from Chicago. I'm like, where? Yeah. And they're like, oh, from like. Springfield. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, OK, <laughs> so you're not from Chicago. Right. And they're yeah. like, No, I am. I'm like, no, you're yeah. not. Yeah. And they're like, why are you fighting with me? I'm like, because that's not where you're from. Right. I'm from Irving, Lincoln and Damon. I grew up in yeah. the city. Yeah That's Chicago Yeah Bye Like stop talking I, to me no, I grew
0: up I grew <laughs> up in like, the city My father was a Chicago firefighter So we had to live in the city You're
2: like legit Chicago Yeah
0: I'm from the south side and Yeah then, And then Are you
2: south side Irish?
0: No Well yeah I'm, I'm actually uh, Irish and English Oh
2: wow Yeah
0: Yeah, I'm Irish English German um, My dad just did that um, <laughs> That like DNA test Yeah <laughs>
3: Yeah. So,
2: what are you? Because
0: uh, the joke has always been because, like, I've, I'm English Protestant, but I grew up in, a, in an Irish Catholic neighborhood, which Ooh. is, believe yeah. it or not, it's still a thing.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. it is. Yeah. I'm Irish Catholic, yeah. partially. Yeah. Um, and so, there's a thing, you know, a major thing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so, finally, my dad took that uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that. that family tree thing and t- he swabbed his DNA or whatever. He's like, and then it comes back and we're like uh, 15% Irish. So, all my friends were like losing their shit. That's so <laughs> like, funny. like, oh, you've been, because I'll, Put like I'll put up like uh the the British flag on St Patrick's Day. <laughs> I'll put like God oh Save the Queen my and goodness. oh yeah,
1: oh my
2: god, yeah. Funny. But I was a
0: staple at the Southside Irish Parade for years. Yeah, for it's years a, and years. Yeah. It's a
2: great St Patty's Day parade. It's, the Southside oh, Irish Parade is like legit.
3: Yeah,
1: it's like serious. No, I went. I party. went like went? balls out. Yeah, you didn't know that? I, I went. That now I there's was. the
0: downtown parade and right. then there's the Southside Irish Parade.
1: My little sister and I went um, to both of the parades. We flew in. For the weekend like five years ago and just partied in chicago for st patrick's day and we yeah. went to the one where they dye the river green yeah. whatever's near there and then we went to a different one so i guess yeah, that's shoot. what yeah. we went to yep. yeah yeah we got like blacked out and like went to wrigleyville and like i don't remember much of the weekend but it was that really sounds fun. Like Chicago. <laughs> but it was <laughs> actually <laughs> chicago on st patrick's day just um was sort of a an epiphany for me too that sunday i was like sitting in the airport and I was like having heart palpitations from like the weekend just because I was like so hungover and I decided I think I'm too old for this.
3: Like, this is the last <laughs> yeah. I don't need yeah. to fly
1: places for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. And actually in fact I did. I flew to the next year of course I flew to um, Ireland for St. Patrick's Day. Well that's a little different. Yeah. I yeah. think you can get a pass on that one. Although
0: St. Patrick's Day in Ireland I heard isn't really a huge deal. It's
1: You know what? It's kind of bullshit. It's yeah. like well it's cool. I shouldn't say that. I mean it's like <laughs> the most important holiday probably to them um, but It's cool because it's, but it's a very religious holiday. But for, like, from a partying standpoint, it's all tourists. And it's just like, mm, it's like kind of annoying. And I'm not, and I, I felt like we didn't really even do that as much like for yeah. the for St. Patrick's Day but we we weren't even we, we also did like a really cool trip where we went to Amsterdam and then Scotland first my girlfriend and I but then we ended up in Ireland and we um so we went to like St. Patrick's Cathedral and um did that whole thing but yeah it was just like packed with tourists so it was hard to go down to the I think it's called the temple area yeah um But I mean, it was still a neat experience, nonetheless. You know, the
0: best St. Patrick's Day I ever had was Savannah, Georgia. (gasps) That's
1: another
3: one. The best. best. Oh my god. Yeah.
1: I. Not even kidding. Love that you just. They they don't dye the river green anymore. You know, they used to in Savannah. Savannah, right? So I went to college in South Carolina, and so our spring break always fell over St. Patrick's Day. And one year, I and everybody would go to Savannah if you didn't go to like you know somewhere. Sure.
0: Florida or whatever, or I don't know, Cancun
1: or something, (laughs) Um, which I totally did for like a couple times. But then one year I went to Savannah, and it was so fun. I love that you said that. A lot of people don't know that Savannah has one of the best St. Patrick's Day celebrations like in the country. It's like the
0: third largest. Yeah, it's and for me, I I come from three generations of firefighters, so Mm -hmm. it's all cops, firefighters, and then like special forces is all based out of there. Yeah, Yeah, and then the Coast Guard is so like like it's just all these three hundred thousand people come together. We drank for like four or five days straight. Oh mm. my gosh. I was actually telling the story today. Like we my buddy had a gift certificate for Morton's Steakhouse. Oh. So we were like rolling in Morton's with like <laughs> jean shorts and flip flops. And like they're like, Can we it. help you? Like gift card <laughs> And I go to my buddy, I'm like, You realize this is the first meal we've had all week that didn't have like a number associated with it? Like, we'll take a number nine right. with the Diet Coke, you know.
1: I know Morton's is like kinda of fancy, especially for like a college yeah. kid, you know? Yeah. How did you get to like what made you go to Savannah? Like, do you just a
0: buddy of mine is a firefighter, and oh, okay. they were just like, "Hey, we're rolling." I, and this was actually not even college. This was like five, five or six years ago. Oh, nice. And a buddy of mine is a firefighter, and he's just like, "Hey, we're going down there." I'm like, "Let's do it." And so we went down there for like four or five days, and like by day four, it was just like, "Get away from me." Yeah. Like, just don't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, we got like six guys all sleeping in a room, and yeah. you're just Like, oh god, get yeah. away. it's
1: like it's Vegas like in the boys, beautiful though. South. Yeah. I dropped
0: him off, and I'm like, I don't think we're going to talk for a while. He's like, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> he like stood up at my wedding he's like one of my best friends
1: oh my god that's so funny that's Savannah true. is such a gorgeous place oh, too just so like yeah. to, it's, it gets pretty Vegas style for just like five days a year though mm. which is you know I but, had a really interesting perspective I went to Savannah once but I lived in New
2: Orleans and so everyone was like oh Savannah's just like New Orleans and I had that perception mm. when I went there and I was like Savannah no. is nothing. No, it's yeah. like not. New Orleans. The only thing that's like it no. is that you can drink on the street. That's it. I yeah. thought the partying is it. It's different. Yeah, Savannah in and of itself is kind of like a sleepy town. No, it's not yeah. a yeah. big. When, it, when you're not raging, or if it's yeah. not like St. Patrick's Day, right? Yeah, it's just kind of like. It's the it's old south, a, yeah, yeah. Very it's chill. Southern, it's
0: beautiful, beautiful,
1: beautiful. But I was like, oh, this is nothing like New Orleans. The Whoever only, said the only that other is wrong, similarity is the architecture is like a little bit similar because I used yeah, to have to sure. go there for That's work that, for like five years, and in January when like nothing's going on there, and I would like just jog around every morning when I'd get up, and I and I I used to think the homes look just like like New Orleans yeah, style the homes, yeah. you yeah. know, similar, yeah, yeah very but, similar.
0: But New Orleans, the best way to experience New Orleans, I feel is. If your football team is down there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, don't... Mardi Gras is awful. No, I think it's so gross. It's gross. Like... And then like any other time, Jazz Fest is you know if you're into jazz, it's great. Yeah. yeah. But like if you go down there, I went down there for a Bears game, mm-hmm. and it was the best. <laughs> yeah, because it's mean, like
1: nothing going on other right. than
0: because it's all Chicagoans down there. Right. And so mm-hmm. you literally like run into like cousins, and you're like, "What
3: are you doing here? <laughs> shot, shot, shot!" You
0: know. <laughs> and then it's in this dome, which is like if you've ever been to the Superdome, it's yeah. amazing. I've never been. We, we had That's literally good. like. Did you go
2: before Katrina or after? Before, yeah. yeah.
0: And we we literally had like the last seats up on the top yeah so like we're like hoofing up there we're trying to get up to our seats and our, my buddy sees so like all right we're gonna, we're gonna set up base camp here and we'll head up for the summit tomorrow <laughs> and it's like you know when you go away with like like there's that one line that gets you for the rest of the weekend yeah, yeah, that yeah. was it that like, was the we're line. like all right we'll base set up base camp, camp here
2: base camp that, <laughs> yeah, so- the dome is really loud too
0: oh yeah i've
2: been to a game there before katrina i went and it is like it's incredibly Intense. loud yeah. it's a great stadium
0: yeah i loved it
1: you know that's actually a good call because i always look to go to like an Eagles game somewhere every year yep. but this actually now this year I think they're playing twice here because we have two oh, teams in Hawaii. Really? so oh, wow. technically I, I don't have to go anywhere but yeah because it's hard to see I when I, I used to live up in, uh, closer to the Bay Area so mm-hmm. I would see the Eagles play up there oh, and the yeah. old and Candlestick that old shit uh it was so shitty but it was so fun yeah. when they play the Niners but New Orleans is such a good That's one a good idea yeah. it's a
0: fun weekend they don't always
1: yeah. play the Saints though do mm-hmm. No, so well,
0: it rotates yeah, but yeah, yeah. Seattle's fun I love Seattle I wow. went up there for a Bears game in Seattle and it was so funny because we sat in the infamous crow's nest, and oh. we're like decked in bears gear. Oh my god! And they were everyone was like super passive aggressive, like you know, like because it's, it's Seattle, Seattle it's the Northwest. They're <laughs> like, we said, like, yeah, well, we just you know, we want you to have fun, but we just wish you weren't here. Right. You know, so like like, like super passive aggressive. You're
2: like, whatever. We'll buy you a beer and a brat right. later. Right? This guy got on
0: the phone. He's like, Carl. He's like, you sold your tickets to Bears fans, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, yeah. so was funny. this like?
1: pre-Jay Cutler are you a Cutler fan or I I mean
0: I I, like everybody we were so excited uh when we got Jay Cutler because we just that's how it always starts when you ask a Bears fan if
1: they like Jay Cutler well the first day we heard about it
0: and I'll be honest with you you know at the end of the day he broke every Bears passing record yeah he was a great quarterback oh yeah now I don't think and here's my thing on Jay Cutler I don't think he's of a good football player. No. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think he has amazing talent. Um, I think he can throw the ball like no other. Yeah. But I don't think he is a good football player in that he can see the defense. He knows what's happening. Wait, mm-hmm. there's de- there's a defense. Yeah, player? yeah. There's um, a defense coming used, to him. He's usually throwing to them. Yeah, yeah I know. So, no,
1: I know. it's like Christmas Day when he like calls an audible. You yeah, know, yeah. I mean, he's right. not and he's not a leader. He like lacks leadership skills. Terrible you leader. know.
0: Well, you know, I've got a little bit of insight. I've, I've got Ooh. some friends that um have, have worked on the medical staff on the mm. Bears, and one of them actually fit like a prosthetic. Not prosthetic. Sorry that means he has no leg. Um,
3: <laughs> prosthetic on Jay Cutler. Yeah. Oh, so you're telling me that a prosthetic? Turns out, so, so uh, that's you your here, insight.
2: You
0: heard it here first, folks. Jay Cutler uh, doesn't have any legs.
1: That's, <laughs> that's why he's such a
0: shitty quarterback.
1: That so all yeah, if you ever any questions about yeah,
0: but like he, you know, my buddy was was helping with orthotic, like these insoles, because mm-hmm. he had a bad he had a bad ankle or something. And I remember Kyle Kyle Long, and I've got a funny mm-hmm. Kyle Long story. He came in, and, and Jay's just like, "Why aren't you in the?" In the gym right now. He's like, oh, I'm just like, no, 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 go to the gym right now. So you hear like these inside stories oh. and you never really know. Yeah. Like the makeup of a locker room. So, and, and, you know, I played. That's true. I played some competitive sports and. No, like I don't think you get into competitive sports without being competitive, right? You yeah. know what I'm saying I'm not. I don't feel like like at any time he's got a hundred million dollar contract. He can just be like, you know what? I quit. I don't mm-hmm. want to do this.
2: Yeah, yeah, but he plays like that and he talks like that, and that's because his I don't think he's a good football player, right? Yeah, you know and it's st- like I he just doesn't seem like maybe he cares. his heart is he, missing or I really or don't think he cares, and he doesn't care about Chicago, no. and that pisses me off. He did not try to like adapt at all, and like just smile yeah. for once. But you know, the, Chicago people are nice. I've also met Jim
0: McMahon. The guy's an asshole. Well, yeah,
2: yeah, he is, but
0: like, <laughs> but I he mean... gets a break because he won a Super Bowl. You know right. what I mean,
2: but maybe still, they're... but like, I would maybe not hate Jay Cutler so much if he actually produced and like, sure,
1: he made you brought us in him. like it's to like
2: the you can be, you can be an asshole, like, but once. like, yeah,
0: you can be an asshole, but just win.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. Maybe? Then yeah. it's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe it, the problem, the real problem with Jay Cutler is just because he has this like resting bitch face. He, he does. just looks like somebody yeah. you want to punch in the face well he married
0: a reality tv star yeah and that too That's you know what a, he yeah means.
1: from laguna beach or but i always find out, it
0: funny that like people have this expectation of like these athletes to be like outgoing and like you know what i mean always positive and stuff like that the guy who played running back for the seahawks i forgot his name but he retired
1: uh marshall okay.
0: my um, and, uh, um the beast mode yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. what's his name um, i can't think of I, it i know uh we'll it's put it in, it's, in the, in the no, edits. It's,
1: <laughs> look at it. it's on the... It, but,
0: like, he never he never did interviews. Yeah. And everyone was, you know, everybody gave him flack. But what if he's petrified about being in front of a camera? Well,
2: yeah. don't get into professional sports then. I'm sorry. Like, you know what you're getting into. That's, like, part the, the, of the deal. But is that the expectation, though? Yeah, that's part of the deal. Well, I think that's you're, pu- the world you're we a live figure. In. Yeah. Like, and so you have a some... a celebrated person. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I don't think you get a pass for that.
1: Well, I don't know if you have to be, like, you know... Getting,
2: and he's getting paid. I'm sorry. And he's getting paid like how many millions of dollars? So it's like, yeah, but come on, suck it up, smile, give pe- the, give, throw out the line that's like, you know, we just played as a team and we did our, we did their best we can. That's it that. though.
0: Like my, my brother's painfully shy. He couldn't even give a toast at my well, parents' wedding anniversary. I don't
3: <laughs> you know, have, you know what I mean. But like,
2: he's not being paid to be a professional athlete. You know, that's different. That's yeah. like a personal life choice. And if he's you know? painfully yeah. shy and like, he was open okay. about
1: it, I don't think I would say Jay Cutler um, being like a wallflower who doesn't have. um, emotions that he emotes very clearly (laughs) is I I think probably with him it you know you see him on the sideline like yelling at people you you see different emotions it's the body language it's the body language it's the way that he talks and I think maybe what you're you're trying to say is and what you're trying to say is that what you're saying what you're both saying is valid yeah (laughs) but but at the end of the day if you're in a public um, if you're if you're in the public eye you are somewhat of a role model or you have some sort of responsibility to not be a shithead and so to represent yourself in the city is how people view you. And I just don't think
3: he's the best
1: representation of a quarterback or the city, but that goes beyond him as a football player. That's more just like the way that we've seen him display yeah. himself at times and I think that's what it comes down to. And you know? look
0: at like Roethlisberger, right? Right. I mean, yeah. The guy's had a couple couple rape yeah, cases. Yeah. That, you know, he's a
1: little rapey. He's yeah. a little bit of, got a, got
0: a, got a tinge of the rape <laughs> yeah, in him. Yeah. But like he's just, won some Super Bowls. Yeah. You know what I mean? So right. we forgive all this persona. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I agree with what you're saying in regards to Jay but yeah. I think what the bigger problem is with Jay is that he's just not a good football player. Like no, I agree that. He's not a smart no, football yeah, player. I, I, yeah. I agree
2: to, totally you
0: look at guys like Joe Montana who didn't have those physical attributes or right. really even Steve Young who was super fast but yeah. like you look at all these guys that had these you know Tony Tom Romo. Brady yeah right
2: Tom Brady yeah yeah um, it's like a wasted talent on Jay
3: right. like it's like
2: they blessed him with like the skill and like the physical aspect of it but everything else is just right. doesn't compute you right. know all the, exactly. po- the but that's why right, or, you that's know. probably why he doesn't have her Super Bowl right so there you go because like if you look at his sideline behavior to what you were saying is yeah. like Jay especially when he's out and he's injured he like doesn't he's just like I don't care like he's yeah. not like up in the huddle like when we were watching the one of the Cowboys games when um Jack was in like you had Romo's on the sideline and Sanchez is there. They're all there and they're all like talking to him and they're like, Hey man, like doing great. Like this is the play and they're all there and like in it. And that is when you look at your team and you look at Jake Cotter and they're just like, why can't you be like that? Right.
0: Well, you look at the, somebody <laughs> like uh, Johnny Manziel. Is that it? Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, right? Like all the talent in the world. Yeah. yeah but, but just can't stop drinking. Yeah. Can't stop partying. Oh, that and guy it's not, yeah, But this is a guy that's yeah. been yeah. given everything his whole life. Yeah. Handed to him. He's been Mr. Popular his whole life. Mm-hmm. And he's just going to throw it all away. Yeah. I mean, I mean and he's he even has. been to rehab. So he's like, there's people that are working with him. And it's just like, at some point, when does it dawn on you, like? hey, I'm just, I'm fucking this up. Yeah. I it, wish I had a, a tenth of the talent that that guy has. I don't, you know what I mean? It's and, and, and well, too late he, now. I, yeah. don't, think
1: I no. don't think he will. I don't think he will. It's sad to watch. It's like, I, mean, I don't think you can make a comeback from no. that. No, and I then didn't. you look
0: like at a guy like Tim Tebow, who has all the heart in the world. Right. Who just has limited talent. Mm-hmm. limited yeah. And I look at him, and I don't know. I, I loved
1: Tebow, that was great. Tebow, yeah. I, and I
0: don't know a lot about college football. I'll just preface that, because I know you got a lot of sports fans here. But, like, like, why not move him to linebacker? The guy's 6'2", yeah. 250 pounds to start yeah. hitting some people. You know what I mean? yeah. But yeah. He, he just got stuck on that, no, I'm a quarterback. Jesus right. wants me to be a quarterback. Lord and Savior wants me. And right. like, all right, cool.
2: Well, yeah. well, now he's playing baseball. Right. For the Mets. Yeah. He's, like, got a deal signed with them, and he looked he's a pretty powerful hitter. He's huge. He's huge. He's a big dude. But like, yeah. we'll see. But I mean, yeah. he's now trying baseball, but I think to your point, he should have tried different positions in football and right. maybe could have I think some that's success. where he missed me. I
0: mean, like, look, if I could be a fullback, you know the yeah. least yeah. sexy position in the world yeah. like guess what I'm a fullback in yeah. the NFL
1: yeah you know? um, and he's like, actually he's a spinny sports cast too and um, oh, he, right. yeah I went to the he does all the college yeah stuff, I went right? to the college uh, national championship game oh, cool. and um, my team I went to Clemson so I the when Clemson played Alabama this year in Tampa and my seats I like was right in front of him so I was really close he is huge by yeah. the way yeah and he was he sports cast the whole game so I mean like he's doing okay like yeah so, you know he, like I, I don't feel fine. bad for him or anything yeah. but, God's looking out
2: for yeah. it. He's doing yeah. all
0: right. The G man got his back.
1: <laughs> yeah, Yeah. he's doing okay.
2: Um, Tebow. Oh my god.
0: So you're a huge hockey fan. I'm we a big L- hockey L-
2: fan. Okay. Yeah, I love the Hawks. My dad has season tickets, oh, so wow. whenever I go home, we go. And I mean, we just have the. We have the best national anthem.
3: Yes,
0: absolutely. The we, best singer.
2: Yeah, and we have the best um, goal-scoring song. I don't know yeah. what you call that. It's yep. the goal-scoring song. Yeah. yeah.
3: And it's just <laughs> so much
2: fun. Yeah. Those games are awesome, and Hawks fans are the best. It's, and uh, yeah. our team lately, I mean, we just hit the jackpot with the whole, like, bringing in the Kane and Taze and yeah. having these young players. It's totally worked with the veterans and that in the hockey platform and like now that's what's happening in baseball like yeah. the cubs tearing down i'm not a cubs fan by the way yeah I'm now you're
0: fan. the you are so you're like the unicorn you're like a cubs you're a Sox fan from the north side living way, in wrigleyville
1: right? 45 yeah. minutes yeah. into this i can't believe it's taken both you guys from I chicago know. this long <laughs> to talk about the white socks i'm just I know. gonna say it
2: right <laughs> now okay there's other yeah. things to talk about yeah. in life but i mean if you look at what the cubs did with like and a lot of other teams are doing this they're getting rid of their high-paid high-paid players, and they're bringing in these, like, young farm boys who are just throwing 100-mile-an-hour fastballs, like... What's his name? Michael Kopech. Is that how you say his last name? The new pitcher we've got for the Sox. Like, he's 20 years old. He throws three-digit fast uh, number fastballs, and it's just like this is insane. Um, And now we've got Renteria as our manager, who managed the Cubs right before Madden took over, and did a pretty good job. So like, hopefully the Sox give him more than one season to like flush this out and see what he can actually do with these young players, and then like the Shields and like. Well, I wasn't
0: a huge fan of. Ventura, I loved him as a player. Yeah, he's a great but, guy. Like he's got kind of got that Jay Cutler feel. Yeah. It's like, what do you think about today's game, Robin?
2: Eh, you know, whatever.
3: It <laughs> it happened. Know. We played yeah. some baseball for yeah, nine innings. They swung innings. the bat. They you know, <laughs> hit the, the ball, ball. They caught the
2: ball, and we lost. You yeah. know. So Ken, what do you, you think? Oh, sorry. Oh, I was, was just saying? gonna say,
1: did yeah. you lose your mind during the World Series as much as Rachel did, as the Cubs continued to make it? I was cheering very hard
0: here, against them. Here, I, you know, here's here's what I. My official stance
3: on <laughs> okay. this,
0: I was cheering for the Dodgers when they played the Cubs. Yes. And as soon as they got to the World Series, I just shut up.
3: Mom. And I did Now, here's
0: why. Uh, a couple of reasons. When we won in 2005, it was, like, so far the highlight of my life. Totally. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Totally. Like, Like we were, it was just awesome. We were partying every night. It was just great. It was amazing, and we got our ring, and 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 it was awesome. And I wanted my friends who are Cubs fans and some family members are Cubs fans to experience that. Mm -hmm. So I just I was quiet, but I didn't put on a Cubs hat. I wasn't like rooting for the Cubs. I wasn't like yeah, let's do it. The other part of this is I'm so I'm going to swear here. Fucking tired of hearing Cubs fans talk about oh, well, it's our year next year, yes. and we're going to do it, and we're going to, you know, it's our curse, and all like all the excuses. So I'm like, just win it. and so then we don't, don't have hear to hear about me. that. But
2: now, that's exactly what Rachel that's was That's exactly what I yeah. said. I but was now, like, now, now they're not special. They've won right. this, like, cool, this, like, thing they dangle in front of your face all the time is over. But
0: they're going to turn into Boston fans, which I think oh. are the worst fans in the world. I never You can thought tweet about at this. me if you want, because I now it's be going to be like, we got a franchise. Uh, Oh, fuck off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You won one time. They're not going to win again. And so now it's going to be like, now they're going to be like that just cocky dude that like, you know what I mean? Like You you got to win more than
1: once to be cocky. You got to be like the New England Patriots of of baseball, you know? And also, the one thing that I I thought was a little funny- is that all of a sudden LA had so many Cubs fans it was oh, insane. Yeah. Oh yeah. On my street, yeah, right. on my street here all of yeah. their yeah. they're flying right. the W all up and down my street. I'm like, what are you guys all from Chicago? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, you've got a team here, you know. My roommate's
0: from Detroit. He's a Detroit Tigers fan. Right. And he will roll in with a Cubs hat and I'm like, uh, go, uh. go fuck yourself. Good. Yeah. Go ahead
2: no yeah. I had I can't stand like I can't stand Cubs fans they're the worst now and here's what's funny
0: now this is a funny story um I was at the Bartman game no yeah my buddy was working for the Cubs and so he called and he's like hey you want tickets for game 6 and 7 That's I go absolutely awesome. now is- and this is where you fall in love with me I wore <laughs> I wore I wore all I- socks gear <gasps> Head to toe. Maybe I do
2: want to get married oh one God. day
0: now. <laughs> yeah. Front row, upper deck. And this, this Cubs fan goes, What are you wearing all White Sox gear for? He goes, What are you doing here? I'm like, I'm taking the seat of a Cubs fan. Like,
1: Shut up. <laughs> ah, that's awesome. Some Ken so, oh my god Rachel I'm in love now <laughs> yeah. yes
2: yes and so literally that's pretty ballsy though to be honest like oh, yeah. to wear full White Sox gear there but I'm, like the shit you were gonna get you know oh but, yeah
0: I don't care well, that's the
1: I'm whole point Yeah, that's yeah. why you did yeah. it that's why it's great yeah. and Listen, so
0: I was, I was I, much respect you know you guys For, stick to it man yeah. if you're a fan be a fan yeah yeah I was uh, front row, upper deck, right above Bartman when the whole thing happened. I was there that night. And then I went to game seven as well, and you just knew they were going to lose. Yeah. I Mm -hmm. mean, Carrie Wood hit the three-run homer to tie it up, and you're just like, holy cow, maybe they got a chance. But, like, you just knew it, man. Yeah. And that's – so when when this year, when it got to game seven, Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden that dude tied it up, like, you could feel – I felt bad. Because like I wanted them, gonna... I wanted the Cubs fans to experience that. Mm-hmm. But then when they got that rain delay, I go, they're going to win this thing. Yeah. I just yeah. knew it. I just, I go, that rain delay saved them. Yeah. Because it stopped the momentum. Yep. And they were able to get their shit together and start Yeah, know,
2: Yeah, I'm just so glad it's like it's over
0: it's and it's over. done with
1: and then like <laughs> you i got, couldn't he, like, even you sound like it's like i'm so glad it's over like it was like you know it's such a tragedy like a horrible divorce. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it is <laughs> it's such like a shit storm it's actually a really great series i mean i thought it was, as, it was
0: the best games. as not being a fan i'm yeah. a
1: Phillies fan and yeah. as not being a fan of either We're and also have fan. and also having okay come on you guys yeah. i mean you having your whole baseball talk here but as ha- <laughs> having a uh, and having a ring, um, you know, after 2005, 2008, you know, it was like, it was an, It's a neat thing to experience. Yeah. And I think um, f- people that switch to different teams and all that, like, it just gets on my nerves. It's yeah. like, well, you know, like, nobody thinks you're cool, okay? Because you like fake like a team and everybody's like a fake Cubs yeah. fan now. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. annoying. They're, yeah. Okay, wait, wait. Not now.
2: They all are fake yeah. Cubs fans. Yeah.
1: Everyone, almost everyone who's a Cubs
2: fan yeah. just does it because it's cool and like hip to go to Wrigleyville and drink and go to Cubs games. And most of them are not even actually fans. And they just, like, there's way more bandwagon fans for the Cubs than there are for the Blackhawks. I get really mad when people are like, whatever, the Hawks just have a bunch of bandwagon fans now because you've won, like, you know, a bunch of Stanley Cups. And I'm like, no. No no we were in hiding because the games were never televised out, yes we ne- like they never paid money for yeah. good players it was that's why yeah I'm, now here's what's sorry. funny about get, no gets, no I it makes it. me like
0: loving I the passion. with the cubs
2: fans it's like it is a tough life shan like being in Chicago, being a, I'm a, from Philly. I totally understand. I know, but like supporting the other team, like the constant yammering in yeah. our ears from Cubs fans about how they're better and yeah. they hadn't won a fucking World Series right. makes your head want to explode. Yeah, because yeah. you're like, you have no grounds. Yeah. to, to like, have this conversation. But my original point you know?
1: was like, as a just a pure fan of baseball, it oh. was a fun. Oh, it was oh, so sure. much fun. Game, to watch. game seven of that yeah. World Series
0: was the best baseball I game I've don't ever think seen in I, my life. I
1: don't think I was, it was. breathing. <laughs> Yeah. I wasn't breathing, and I like had to go out for it because I'm like I just need to be around people when the out, when this game is over yeah. because this is yeah. going to be really fun one way or the other. You know, it was, it was a crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy game, and I just thought it was so fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. what do you, and it was
0: great for baseball. Yeah,
1: yeah. Sure. what do you think about the new regime with the with the White Sox?
0: What I do you think? think? Well, yeah, so fuck it how it, up. do you Let's think? Go no, to the White Sox? I, so. here's what here's how I, I, th- know. I, I think that um, Jerry Reinsdorf needs to sell solid team. Yeah, I think he's become very says. complacent. I think that he's making money. He makes money off the Bulls. The Bulls. And as much as I know he loves w- winning, uh, you know, the fact that Kenny Williams is still there, yeah. the fact that they promoted the other guy to general manager, and it's just like, you, you know what? It hasn't worked in 12 years. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys, after we won in 05, they went ahead and made all these changes. Yeah, they just, it, yeah. They changed. It. I'm like, well, just keep this. They won. Right. They won. This, they won. You know like uh, short of them retiring or leaving for free agency just keep everybody keep yeah.
2: keep it going it's worth you just made you know? a bunch of money P- so what said Nick
0: leads off right? you know Gucci's second Pisednick. you know like, you know so like uh, I I'm done with them now they had to do what they did this last year and blow yeah. it all up because They have too many high—you know, they're paying all this money for a mediocre team right? that wasn't winning. No. But, you know, who's to blame? It's not Robin Ventura. No, it's not Robin's fault. Firing
2: him—I mean, mean, he stepped down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, firing Ventura wasn't the problem. But I think—I'm actually kind of hopeful for the first time in a long time with the White Sox this year. Like, I think— it could be something good if Ventura can really pull these young players and the older players together. And, but it's gonna and get it going to be two or years. It is, but that's okay. Like yeah. it's going to be exciting to watch and yep. see where.
0: But you see he what the Cubs it. did: new ownership. Right. They, they, new they got new the ownership. GM and baseball. Right. It always
1: comes they, back to the money. franchise. And, money. It's all they, about the money.
0: And, and they Spending just. It. Yeah. They they did what they had to do to put together a winning baseball team. They put team. up
1: a Jumbotron and <laughs> Wrigley. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And then they got a World yeah. Series. Yeah. You know, yeah. but,
1: you <laughs> would, but you're right in that it always, no matter what money. sport it is, what team it is, it always goes back to the franchise. And, yeah. and the values and the ideas that come from, and the decisions that come from there, mm-hmm. do what you will with the team. But if the franchise, if you don't believe in that or you think there needs to be changes made, then that's going to pretty much dictate the outcome of the season it's in a, a lot culture. of cases. Yeah. yeah. You know,
0: and you have to change the culture. The fact that Ozzie Guillen was a first-year manager, I think. Or he so, was. You know, they when won. they won the World He's, Series.
2: Yeah, oh four. He they won the following year. I yeah, think, right? because
0: he just didn't know any better. Yeah. So was Ditka. I think Ditka was yeah. like two yeah. or three years into it when yeah. the Bears yeah. won. They're like, and then as soon as like, they won, Ozzy's like, getting free steaks and free oh, drinks yeah. and cigars everywhere and mm-hmm. sleeping with half the town and <laughs> it's just like true. you know naming every one of his kids Ozzy. Meet
3: yeah. <laughs> like, hey, my daughter, are. Ozzy. Okay, Ozzy. okay. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs>
2: oh my God, I love your
0: Ozzy impression. Talk more like Ozzy.
2: I miss <laughs> Ozzy's press conferences. <laughs> we got to play the baseball today.
0: And I thought this guy, you know, you kiss kissing my ass. I don't get my like, Italian all of a sudden. I don't like I'm tort- terrible accent. No.
1: Ozzy's press conferences was, were the like, best because you could understand That was part Italian, part Latin or something. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe a little Asian infusion Which, in Wait you hear my
0: English-Australian. Oh, I bet that's good. It's the worst.
2: I, I Ozzy's <laughs> press conferences were the best press conference ever because oh, you yeah. couldn't understand him. You could understand every other sentence of what he and was, it was saying. That's probably why they never bu- won cheat. after
3: that. You just couldn't understand this him. This guy's
0: bull cheat, and the uh, umpire was bull And then <laughs> I brought in,
3: uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I brought in uh, the clothes. There. He's for bu- the cheap bull cheat that and I don't know what happened. <laughs> Oh my god. Even when he was like doing like when they brought him on as a Fox analyst, I go, What are they doing? You're like, I you know this whole game cheat, you know, I know this guy and his wife cheating, because like, she she a whore and like, oh my god. Oh my god
2: speaking
1: so long that so, so good. funny.
3: I <laughs> mean, honestly, though, it is.
1: It's the franchise, though. And you're yeah. right about changing a culture. Like, it's very hard to change a culture with the current people that are there. It's, yes. impo- it's nearly impossible. Yeah. You uh, usually just have to clean house. And Ronnie you know?
0: is so loyal, and he he'll is. never fire Kenny Williams. Kenny Williams gave him his ring, but it's I just know. like. Dude, Sometimes. It's time
1: to go, dude. Harder like, head, why not? You know? I was,
0: and I'm not dropping names, but I was literally talking to Curtis Granderson, right? Former Yankee mm-hmm. with the Mets now. He was in the green room at the improv, and I'm just like, he's from Chicago. And I'm like, oh. bro, I go, why are you, when do you come to Chicago? He's like, he's like, I talked to Kenny, man. He wouldn't give me the money. Um,
3: and that's your like that's
0: your like your leadoff center fielder for the next ten years. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't I mean I don't know a lot about it, but I mean like Curtis Granderson, come on. Yeah. You know but, you no. know, I just – I don't like some of the things they made. I, I do like the sale trade, the Chris sale yeah, trade. that was I think good. it made sense for them. I, I like getting – you know, I, I wasn't a huge fan of them getting rid of uh, Adam, you know, yeah. but – you know, I think they got Eden, yeah. some really Adam and They got some great years out of them. And, you That's know, okay. but he, I, I willing to sacrifice. Everyone's like, all my Boston friends are like, yeah, well, thanks for Chris Sale, bro. I'm like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, have fun. You're welcome when that arm detaches yeah. from his shoulder. <laughs> Good <laughs> luck. And he can't throw ever again. Yeah, he's yeah.
2: not the greatest, uh, like we, most consistent for what th- they
0: pay him. No, and you can't throw that hard at that angle. No. And not j- destroy your shoulder no. at some And be that skinny. The guy's 102 pounds. Yeah, so, I'm nodding
1: my head and smiling I'm like sorry. I don't know as much shit about the white socks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is, you guys this do. is the but last thing I know thing. more than I would because he
2: uh, because yeah. of you. You know, um, the last thing I'll say about the socks and the new player Kopeck. I think that's how you say his name. It sounds like my last name. Um, but uh, he, I was like looking him up and like reading about him and watching some interviews with him. And he's they made him. Co- they management made him cut his hair. He had like long Noah Syndergaard hair, yeah. and they you know want everybody to f- fit the mold. But I was l- looking at his Why? Twitter. Yeah. I know I don't think that matters, but no. they're like a, still of that old weird mindset, the the yes, White Sox, where they all about. have to shave the, the whole thing, right. and I don't think that works. Yeah, but anyway, so he's dating Brielle who is a real housewife of Atlanta, Kim Zolciak's daughter, who's wow. also married to Croy Bierman, who plays for the Falcons, and or used to. He's a free agent now, I think. And I was just like, oh my god, this is like such great celebrity gossip. Like our, And I just like nerded out. I was like, oh my god, our like future star pitcher is like dating Kim Zolciak's daughter. And I really like her. She's really pretty. And I was like, I'm going to start following her on Twitter. And I was like, what is happening to me? I was like, this is so dumb. I was like, but I hope she doesn't fuck up his game you know then I went there and oh, I was yeah. like she better be a supportive uh, player's girlfriend just like her mom is for her dad like her yeah. stepdad and I was like then I just like went down a terrible like Twitter hole well it's you true know? though I
0: mean Verlander has started dating the girlfriend, uh, Kate the, Upton yeah Kate Upton they're, they're and engaged, he, what's I he think. been doing Yeah,
1: yeah. she's like super she's pretty like, I, yeah. Mean, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw but a anyway, movie with her like... in it and I was like oh my god if you could ever feel bad about yourself, Kate Upton's a girl that could do that for yeah. you. She's like she's a straight ten, so yeah. congratulations. Good for
0: you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think it's interesting with the team
2: camaraderie, like making him cut his hair and they they live I by those old school with that stuff, rules. Though. I don't either yeah. because I will make one comparison to the Cubs and I can't even believe I'm going to say this but they do those like stupid team like uh, away game days they wear like Hawaiian shirts like Hawaiian yeah. shirt day and I think a lot of the veteran players were like really we have to like participate in this nonsense yeah. like but it it worked. Yes. And, like, just letting them, mm-hmm. like, build that team mate and, right. like, that connection and not just being like, oh, you have to cut your hair. Right. Because it's too long and it's not part of
0: the – you're not part of the team. You look different. Yeah. like.
1: Well, what's the team uh, culture? That's stupid. Right?
2: There is no culture. Yeah. They had
0: that "Don't Stop Believing" by Journey. That song came out, and, and you know the the Sox didn't have a great second half of the season in 05. Right? And they they almost lost it. We did. But you know AJ said that we were out at the bar one night, and I put "Don't Stop Believing" on, mm-hmm. and that became our rallying cry. That's great. And I didn't know that And then they went story. on to have like be like 13 and one in the playoffs. Right. And yeah. Was, you so, know, anyway,
2: enough about the Sox. Sorry, yeah. we can. So. S- talk all day about that i'm sure
1: um we i thought of a good baller story from something you were talking about earlier okay. we like to usually let them like develop we don't really like plan them in advance but um do you have anything that comes to mind based on you know sports or like dating that you want to talk about you want people well, to know this
0: this is an can i tell an anti-baller story yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. you
1: can tell any story you
3: want we just want Yeah. Baller so stories.
0: there's so the first time That the uh, Blackhawks won the Stanley Cup. Mm -hmm. Um, I was scheduled to perform at Joe's on Weed Street. Yeah. And so I'm scheduled to perform. And I mean, I already set the story up so you know what happens. Basically what happens (laughs) is my ex-wife plans a trip, a surprise trip to like San Diego or something like that. Uh So we go and I have to call the promoter. I'm like, hey, unfortunately I can't do the show. My wife planned a trip, you know, our marriage is on the rocks, they so blah blah blah, oh, like the whole idea. thing. Like he's like, Yeah, I get it, don't worry about it. so he replaces me. And Joe's on Weed Street is the first bar that they brought the Stanley Cup to. Up. Brought it on stage and handed it to the comedian that replaced <gasps> me.
1: Oh my god. And that's <gasps>
0: why I'm divorced. <laughs>
1: How yeah. did you
2: not just like I, malfunction and like cry in your bathroom in San Diego? I've,
0: now I've had I've had like <laughs> three or four opportunities have. to go like go take a picture with the Stanley Cup, like you know they go to, like yeah. car dealerships and all. They're like I, I'm like I'm not gonna do it. I can't like literally he had it hoisted over his no. head. And then lowered no. it, kissed it, and then handed it over oh, to Patrick my God. Kane, no. and then hugged Jonathan Taze. Oh, oh my
1: God! And that
0: was supposed to be me. And on you stage. mean you
1: you just in can't front of bring... a sold
0: out crowd at Joe's on Wee Street? Shut up! And yeah. you just
1: can't bring yourself to go to a car dealership no, and meet the Stanley Cup. No, I'm not going to go to the
0: fucking Chevy dealership <laughs> to no. take a picture with oh the thing God. that belonged in my hands. <laughs> and I'm like, sir, you need to put that down. I'm like I'm you're so... at a dealership. I'm like no, but Joe's on Wee Street. Yeah, Ken, that sucks.
2: I'm so I feel i just felt all the empathy for you like i just i can't even believe that happened i know it's the anti-baller
0: story but i haven't gotten to but you can have my friend alex ortiz on and he'll tell you (laughs) this great story About all the Blackhawks stopped by his Next show
2: on that. It's Alex all because Ortiz. my friend Ken couldn't make it. His wife yeah. made this like trip. That's yeah. so funny.
1: It's so fun. My um my ball. You were talking about earlier, like you when you had like your epiphany with like the Bel Air, Bel Air, yeah. like and with LA and like comedy and um my story for like my day job was is very similar like i had like a high-powered uh corporate job Mm -hmm. for like a million years and i used to live up in the bay area i'd come down here all the time and i remember for my birthday one year my favorite used to be chelsea handler but she's a big was a big influence on me like before she was famous sure um and like when i was in college and so my friend flew me down Um, just to be like in our studio audience this was like before I started doing comedy this was like eight years ago or something Mm -hmm. nine years ago and um, I just remember having this moment where I was sitting in the front row like my marriage was like totally on the rocks and I remember having this moment where I thought in my head oh my god if my life were different I would be um, divorced I'd live in Santa Monica and I'd be a stand up comedian like eight years ago and I never thought about it again but I said it to my friend after the show was over I just remember looking at Chelsea and thinking that and like watching the round table and I used to love that show and um, I never thought about it again I really didn't and then um, about four years ago I moved down here and then um, blah 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 and then like about last year she called me we were just talking she goes hey you know I thought of something the other day and she said you know like eight years ago or nine years or whatever the hell it was she said you know you said that you wanted to be divorced, live in Santa Monica, and be a stand-up comedian. she goes, and you are. Wow. I was like, oh my god, I am! Wow. I had no idea. And so, like, I manifested it, and it was, so it's sort of like the same thing, but that's yeah. my baller story. That's ultimately, like, something I manifested, but I totally didn't do it on purpose, and I never thought about it until she reminded me. So it was kind of neat, yeah. I like, gave me the chills. <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyway, that's my baller story.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to think, I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast before or not, but... um when I lived in Chicago for the summers I would come home from college and I worked in Wrigleyville oh, wow. okay. so I worked at Tuscany it's now like yeah. I don't know something I else love Tuscany. yeah yep. and um, I worked at Cubby Bear as well too briefly um, nice. in their t-shirt shop um, but I was of course the only White Sox fan there but that's not the so that's the story yeah. I don't think I've told I don't know if I've told this oh well well you're you, telling get a, it again. you get an extra I listen I don't remember this
1: story and I like know a lot of your stories so. so
2: I was a uh, hostess at Tuscany restaurant and it's literally catty corner to Wrigley Mm -hmm. and I worked every Cubs game it was always packed after the games people come eat dinner whatever and it was like maybe an hour and a half after the game ended and I'm at the door and this guy walks in and I was like hi welcome to Tuscany do you like need a table are you meeting people he's like oh no I'm just like waiting for someone and I'm like okay and so I go so did you go to the game today? Wow. Because that was my go-to line. with yeah. Anybody who came into the restaurant like, oh, so did you go to the game today? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, like how, what, like, was it? Did you have a good time? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> why is he being like so weird to me? Yeah. And I was like, oh, did you guys like win or like lose or like what happened? And he was like, oh, well we lost. I'm, um, picture for the Cubs and I was like oh I'm sorry I'm like I'm a White Sox fan I don't know anything about the Cubs. But working, <laughs> but you work at the Cubs. Right. Place. Yeah basically work at the Cubs. It was Ryan Dempster. Oh wow. He's like Looking at me like I'm some asshole because yeah. I'm like, hey, did you go to the game today? He's like, this fucking because bitch. you kind like,
1: of were, yeah. And
2: that's yeah. and you like, didn't know like, it. it. Like yeah, and yeah. he lo- like they lost the game. He like was the closer, and he lost the, that yeah. game particularly. So when I'm like, hey, did you go to the game today? All I
0: want to do is get my Italian food. Are you
2: kidding me? This like hostess bitch is giving me shit for losing the game. You know what I mean? Like, hey, did you show up? Like, did you play? You know? And I'm just like, hi, did you go to the game today? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, Meanwhile,
1: you hate the Cubs, so it must have been a personal win for you. Yeah, it was.
2: Yeah. I, and then, of course, I like dug the dagger in even more. I was like, I didn't know what to say besides, like, well, I'm a White Sox fan. I yeah. don't know who you are. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Cubs suck, bro. That's
2: yeah. awesome. So embarrassing. It's so funny. If I ever like saw him again, obviously I wouldn't
0: recognize him because I don't know what Ryan
2: Dempster looks like. But you know, one day I'm sure I'll see him and I'll be like, I'm sorry about that time I did that to you. Yeah, for sure. I just didn't know who you were. (laughs) So that's like an anti baller story, I guess, right? No,
1: I think it's baller. If you're a Sox both.
0: fan, it's baller. Right.
2: I think it
1: is. Throwing yeah. shade at a fan. I think you span. can yeah. you can spin anything into a baller story. Totally. Except for yours, Ken. That's kind of an anti-baller story. Oh an but um It's a tragedy. But it's still a cool story for everybody else that to touch
2: the Stanley Cup <laughs> yeah, right? other than you. Oh, I God. haven't touched the Stanley Cup, have you? And no, you said you wouldn't never. Break, I, so you well, still haven't?
0: I, I want to be able to be in a situation where it's like handed off to me. I got right. I can't you can't go to a Chevy to It's so, like, like I went to like I went to a Blackhawks game and I got to sit in the box, like the skybox mm-hmm. center ice. Wow! And since then, I'm just like, well, what? What, what is the point of sitting anywhere else? Yeah, you're like, I'm <laughs> yeah, not sitting like, in that 300 yeah, I mean, level. Like, like I've, I've seen the light. I know what the, it looks like on the other side, and I <laughs> yeah. don't want to. Like, why am I going to sit here with the regular <laughs> <Totally>. people? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs>
2: well, Have you ever had like touched like a Stanley Cup or like uh, a uh,
1: trophies? No, I don't think so. No. I have not. No.
2: Well, you know, it's like a—it's bad luck though to touch the Stanley Cup if you don't if you haven't won it.
3: Yeah. Like, right. it, it's, it's well, like the, a the last thing. time the Flyers
1: won the Stanley Cup was in 1976. So I wasn't even alive yeah. yet. But um, that—I don't know if that matters. Like, mm-hmm. because we already did win. They were, mean you're weren't They win? in the finals a few years ago. Yeah, but they didn't win. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the Who they? Um, they were. They made it to the cup or they made it to this to the finals, but they did not win. Yeah, no, they... Yeah, they, they, play, did, they, they lost in it.
2: recent years. No. So. Didn't,
0: didn't know they won. They lost to the Blackhawks, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, yeah, so
1: yeah. I was just going to say, you? I know yeah. who they lost to, and I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we kicked her butt. She's yeah. like,
0: yeah, they lost to a team. <laughs> they lost to our team.
1: Yeah, a different team. They did make it this this
2: past year too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've not touched the the Stanley Cup. My dad, though, because he's a season ticket holder, mm-hmm. they do like a whole thing when they won every year. They get to go like the ticket holders and they yeah. take pictures. And so the first year, my dad with his best friend, they share the tickets. They wore tuxes when we won. Like the first oh, that first yeah, year, yeah, yeah. they were yeah. like, "We're gonna get dressed up and wear tuxes." They were the yeah. only guys in there in like black tie tuxes with the picture it's kind of cool but (laughs) i've gotten to well i wasn't allowed to touch the lombardi trophy last year i was in denver and they had the trophy there i was at like an event on Mm -hmm. the field at the stadium but they would not let you touch it yeah um they were like, no, you can just take a picture. Yeah. And right. I was like, maybe it's bad luck too to touch the Lombardi trophy if I haven't won. Like, if it's not my team yeah, to yeah. win. Yeah. I'm I'm I feel a, like I'm a Philadelphia s-
1: fan and we've never won a Super Bowl. And I kind of feel like I don't need to do anything to fuck that up. Right. Like, I get really superstitious. <laughs> so, like, I don't need to touch a trophy. I saw my college team win a trophy this year. That was good enough for me. You know, but. a lifetime. Yeah. It was. It was actually, that was a game of a lifetime. That was, that was probably the coolest football game I will ever go to in my life. I, I don't think wow. there'd be yeah. a better one. Cause I mean, they won in the last seconds of the game. This is amazing. Um, And I was, um, I was, I somehow got, well, I know how, I spent way too much money on um, (laughs) sideline seats, uh, my friend and I, so we had the best seats ever. That's uh, when I was talking about that earlier. Yeah, so to be there for that game was so cool. In Mm -hmm. fact, we were on ESPN and I look I look like I've got some. Men- I look a bit mentally challenged. <laughs> she's it was like the worst. It's like the worst. The worst national television debut of 2017. Um, I just. I look like I'm. I can't even, like, I can't yeah, I'll show, you just you. I'll show it up to them after the thing. It's fine. But, if um, you want to see it, just go on to our Instagram. It's on our
2: Instagram and our Facebook and our Twitter. <laughs> I mean, I just didn't look that good. It. But I mean, I was
1: really into the game. It was, like, towards the end of the game. Yeah. But you know what? I was going to just say we should definitely have you back during, um, if, like, the Blackhawks, like, make the yeah. playoffs or, yeah. like, during, like, White Sox. And then we also do a cool home run derby. Um uh, thing that I was telling you about Ken that we'll do when the Derby comes up that mm-hmm. we'll have to have you back for. Oh, I'd love to. As a baseball fan. Oh, I'm watching uh, the video we're, now. We're showing <laughs> wow. Ken my wow. um, how terrible I look on national Holy television. Wow. Well, she's like rooting. She's like cheering. Yeah, it was I mean, towards it's, the end of the game, and we I, I didn't think. I, we yeah, could,
0: but your rooting face isn't.
1: It's not great. It, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I didn't know it on tv of course not stop watching it stop watching it, <laughs> I watching it on repeat i know you're just watching it on it's repeat like, Oh, wow,
2: i just don't know what to say about that it's <laughs>
3: so funny so ken where, where can people
2: funny. um find you thanks for coming oh Yeah, so talking good. with yeah, us nice. Thank you. It was a pleasure
0: uh i'm oh on uh, all the social media at comedian kengar k-e-n-g-a-r-r my website is Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a show coming up at the Improv on February 25th and then another one on March 25th um, called Long Hard Sets. Uh, So that's every month. That's every month. In LA. Uh, But yeah, always check my schedule and then I'm constantly touring. I'll be... At the Chicago Improv the last weekend in April. I'll be up in Lake Tahoe, uh, April 5th through the 9th at the casino there at the Improv. Nice. Yeah. And so then listen
1: podcasts. to your podcasts.
0: Please. Uh, benched Podcast on iTunes. Uh, and then um, you can also uh, look for Best Friends Podcast. But the but yeah, they're both great. I'm really proud of the work that we're doing. And it's a lot of fun doing it. So, yeah. yeah.
1: Awesome. You well, know. and we also want to shout out, we've started our podcast Oh, geez. Now I um, think f- episode 14, 14 or wow. 15. Okay. And well, we were doing a lot of stuff before that, like on rabble. And we, you know, do more than just podcasting. We do skits and mm-hmm. we do some like man on the street interview t- type of things. But um, we just want to thank everybody so much for listening because our yeah. numbers uh, lately are like through the roof. It's crazy. Yes. People are subscribing and downloading. Um, so like, thank you, everybody, for that, because our numbers yeah. are seriously like growing and it really reinforces the f- the feedback reinforces like Mm -hmm. what we're doing and we're glad you like it. So keep reading and reviewing us and thank you for subscribing and downloading our podcast. Yeah. We're so grateful for all the feedback you guys are giving
2: us and you know, feedback is a gift. Feedback is yes. And you know, you can share that feedback with us on our social media channels just, uh, you know, we're on all the things is playing with balls. So like (laughs) send us a note, share some love and keep listening on all of your favorite, uh, uh, outlets like SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Thanks for listening. Bye.